How's it going, everybody? This is episode 17 of Phone Calls with Mike G. This podcast is long as hell, but fascinating because I got to speak with Jordan Fiction. So I'm not going to blabber right now. Here's my interview with Jordan Fiction. Yeah. I'm not just going to ask him who influences him. <laughs> I'm just saying based on But then I, I want to be I want to be surprised. All right. How about you ask him? I'm going to go grab. Do you want some water or anything like that? Water would be great. Thank cool. you. Cool. Italia? No, I'm good. I got right. my tea. Um, uh, Italia, is it cool if I grab a bottle of water? For... Yeah. I guess uh, when it comes just like sonically and yeah. vocally, um, I get a lot of... Uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of comparisons to Frank Ocean. Okay. Um, like, that's the first thing people say. But I think, like, I used to sweat it real hard because I was like, I didn't want people to think I was just, like, biting Frank Ocean because I'm not at all. Thank you so much. Um, but I think it's just because we have similar voice types. Like, we both just have deeper voices. But also, I mean, Kanye West, obviously. Everybody's influenced by Kanye West. Coldplay a lot. Um, and also The weekend. he just, he arranges his songs so well. And he played the guitar on that. No yeah. way! Yeah, guitar is actually my first so instrument. Did, like, acapella-esque yeah. Too, yeah. Born, right? I, um, I have a few songs that are more, um, guitar-driven and acoustic even that I'm recording That's this cool. winter break, and then I'll be releasing those very soon. What are you going to school for? Uh, audio engineering production stuff like that you know what's cool we're already kind of recording so i could just start it from that's fantastic yeah so though genuine conversation so your influences yes were frank ocean oh you just want me to run down the line yeah yeah we might sure. as well hold sure. on here let me uh i'm probably i'm not gonna keep most of this while we're testing it but uh i just want to hear it to see all right so this right. sounds good and Cool. Hello. You we sound are in great. The building. And Natalia, if you uh, here, let me hear. Say, say you want to interject. I want to interject. Yeah, we could kind of hear you. So cool. I guess that would be kind of like I guess that background voice in a podcast type of thing, anyway. Yeah. That's cool. So like, if he said, "Yeah, you know, I was inspired by Kanye West," you could be like, "No, you fucking wasn't." You could be like my conscience, and the room can make you sound very ambient. And, this uh, is your conscience. Yes. Should I close the window? Um, well, I put the window in. I opened the window because I thought that you were going to. I am. Okay. So I'm not going to keep my headphones on because I feel like it, it'll be weird if I have headphones on and you don't. That's all right. I mean, when I saw Frank in New York, he had really big headphones over his ears and i was like why is he doing that but then he explained it's just to keep out the noise so he can concentrate and i appreciated that so you saw frank ocean live 
yeah, it was, I forgot I was in New York. It was incredible. I cried really hard. Did you really? Yeah, I was like, see, I went with my girlfriend, and she is honestly the only reason I was able to go, because my mom was like, you're not going all the way to Randall's Island by yourself. I don't care who you're seeing. You saw so, him at Randall's Island? Yeah, Panorama. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go to Governor's Ball every year. Oh, I see. So who was there? Was the weekend there? School by Q was there, right? This year? Yeah. Tool. This oh. past year? Yeah, Tool is the, yeah, that was the big one for me, which coincidentally. Beyonce was there this year. See, Beyonce no, was she at. No, not She wasn't? She was pregnant. She was supposed to be at Coachella. Because oh. Solange's at Panorama, so I thought Beyonce split the other way and did Governor's Ball. Who did we end up seeing though? We saw Tool was the like the main one that I was like, I have to see that. Right. Then, um, who else was there? Who was that group that you liked? Fantagram. Yeah, they were great. Fantagram killed it. Um, never heard of them. What kind of music is it? It's um. I want to say it's alternative because they have hip hop influence, they have mm-hmm. rock influence, and they definitely have um, electronic. Contemporary. Hmm. contemporary. But it's kind of like if you want to say it's like a more uppity XX. Okay. Lyrics. Yeah, I'm big music. on that. So Logic was there. Uh, see, I actually never got into Logic. It was Neither did sort I of like the J. Year. Cole type thing where it's like, I know that he's very, very good, but I just never dove in mm-hmm. head first. And it's just a matter of time till I do it. You know... Do it on your own time. Yeah. You mean that much more when you do it. Don't see, when people are really hyped up about somebody or something, I just get really nervous about it, and I don't want to, like, I just don't want to have anything to do with it yet until the hype dies down, and then I'm, you know, I feel more patient with it. Like when Blonde came out... I didn't listen to that until like two months after it released just because I didn't have a good pair of headphones on me. I wasn't going to listen after four years, you know, put on my Mac speakers or on my Skull Candy headphones. I wanted to wait till I got to school and I was in the studio with the monitors and I could just sit for an hour or two. Yeah. Really digest it. uh, Natty, if you want to talk for the majority... Come sit closer so you can be close to this microphone. Okay. Well, you can take a shot at I'm all right for now. All right. Well, Jordan Fiction. Maybe I'll start here. Maybe this will be the okay, beginning. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, we'll fit. We'll figure out. But you are. I am the example that I'm gonna use from here on out for how people should reach out to people. Wow, that's huge. <laughs> I, I was going to continue that sentence, but I could end it there. So, that's huge. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I'm a douche by saying this, but have we met before? Um, I wouldn't say met. See, you performed at the One Take Carter show in Amityville, and I was like, wow, this dude's ripping up here. And then you said your Instagram. Was that in February? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, you mentioned your Instagram handle, and I didn't hear like the last part of it or whatever it was mm-hmm. and i was like what is your instagram and <laughs> somebody else gave it to me and i can't remember if we actually talked it might have been the thing where it was like you know like good show bro that Word. type of thing but yeah i just knew i wanted earwax, to reach out to you afterwards earwax for me 
is there's so many people there, and yeah. I end up doing that where a nice show, a nice show, a nice show. Hey, my name is, is Mike. Though. Hey, my name is Bill. Hey, my blah, blah, blah. and I just end up I I can't retain nearly any information. Yeah. So that's why I was like, did we meet or did you just see me? So it's funny that you saw me at that show because the only reason why I performed at that show was, I mean, one, one take harder and people at Earwax Session, those are my boys. Um, yeah, good people. Yeah. But I really haven't been making music anymore. And really. our DJ said hey let's get the old band back together and that was the exact sentence he used that made me go yeah sure you know what i'm saying like if he said hey do you want to perform i would have said no (laughs) but he said let's get the old band back together and i said yeah cool pack up the van let's do it like the old days yeah (laughs) but so you reached out and said just hey i saw you and uh, I liked your music at Earwax Session, and um, I have a song, and let me know what you think of it. I feel like that's the only way. I, I just personally hate when kids are like, hey, they slide into my DMs, not even like I follow them, it's a request, and then yeah. the first words are check out, or mm-hmm. listen to, and I don't know. Or anything. They don't mean for it to come across this way but they're just demanding me to do something without even saying hi first like at least yeah. say hello and pretend that you care like you know, like ask on me top how my of, day is going or something on top of the fact that most artists just sound exactly the same yeah. in a lot of ways like there's a lot i oh, like I, a lot a lot of rappers hit me up of course. and now i'm i'm basically nobody <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like i i do i, I don't like i work at hot 97 but I'm not an in, I'm above an intern. I do get a paycheck, but I'm below everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm working my way up the ranks. You're still on the inside, though, Mike. Definitely on the inside. I was there last night. It yeah. was cool. I got to, you know what? I had to fill some time, so I played uh, Still Not a Player by Big Pun. Because I had to kill three minutes and 30 seconds. So I hope somebody was driving home and... They were pissed off because their friends were all drunk in the back seat. And they were like, these fucking assholes. And then they <laughs> just heard the same 20 songs that we yeah. play on Hot 97. Then they said, oh, shit. That's a radio station, though. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, yeah. Statistically, most people don't care. So it's like, yeah, no. we have DJs who play cool mixes and could play new music so they could break artists. But for the most part, you need to play those songs that keep people listening. Of course. But I get, yo, check out this song. And it's I feel it being copied and pasted. Like, oh, I, I feel yes. that. So I'm like. That's the most painful thing. Like, you're reading it. You're like, dude, this was in a Google Doc yeah, right before you sent this to me. Where it's, if I didn't like your music, I still would have responded to you and been like, Yo, this is, you know, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have said, if I, if I ever tell you that was cool, that means I don't want to hurt your feelings. Okay, no, <laughs> it's It's cool. That means I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm not feeling it. There's only so much critique you can give over a text message, so. Especially to somebody understood. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm not well, going to, like, if you sent me something that I wasn't feeling, I'm not going to be like, 
Well, honestly, the the vocal quality wasn't that good, and your lyrics, I just wasn't feeling it. And like, honestly, who did this beat? Because it kind of sounded che- like I wouldn't go that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were a friend Going of mine, deep. maybe I would. But you know, like, what what am I gonna do? Just insult a stranger? You know? But yeah, you you DM me. You said, "Hey, I saw you here," which lets me know that you saw me in real life. Yeah. Then you said, "Yeah," and you said, "I was feeling what you were doing." I have a song. I would appreciate it if you checked it out. That's how people need to hit me up. That's how people need to hit anybody up. Because yeah. if you just say, check this out, you copy and paste it, 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 and it feels like a demand, and it doesn't feel genuine, then it, it tells me, it might give me the wrong impression of you. Where, right. from your message, when I just met you now, we were meeting for the first time, I knew that you were a good person. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and like, and I, I, you're the first person that I'm inviting to my apartment to have a ring. Like, I, you're a right. stranger who I invited over the internet to my apartment. This is everything my parents warned me about. Yeah, but- me too. <laughs> like, Yo, who you, is this I Mike? Mike? I could G. be a murderer right now, and you were just like, oh, yeah, let me just uh, yeah, <laughs> let me go exactly to Freeport. Said. Like, Freeport? Do you even know where that is? Yeah, I do. Do you even know this Mike guy? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so, but it also, it, it, you know, it doesn't hurt that your music is also very dope. Thank you. Thank you so much. So your first name is Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Your last name, I assume, isn't fiction. Um, according to the government, it's not. <laughs> but to you it is? Yeah. But now, I think that's, is that a lie? Well, I don't know. I mean, fiction, lie, that was the... Uh, yeah, I, I see what yeah. you did there. But <laughs> I guess we all experience reality subjectively, and um, my subjective reality is Jordan fiction, and that's who I am. I fuck with it. Thanks. I heard something recently on a podcast that has made me think a lot, where someone said, uh, what was it? It depends on your definition of what truth is. Yeah. And they were talk they were talking specifically about the Bible, which I'm not really like a I mean I was raised Christian, but I'm not like I don't go to church or anything like that. But it made me think like yeah, I mean y- you could say like is the Bible true and no, I guess, but like what it's saying is kind of true. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in that sense, it, it's... So I guess with F- Jordan Fiction, it depends on your definition of the truth. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's that's pretty spot on. Because the whole fiction part of it, it was... I guess it came about mostly because I like storytelling. Well, partly because I like storytelling. Because, I mean, every songwriter likes storytelling. But... Yeah. Um, one of my old, old influences, excuse me, got to put this on Do Not Disturb. One of my old, good. old influences, um, a rock band, uh, called Avenged Sevenfold. Their drummer, um, their former drummer, um, Jimmy Sullivan, his nickname, or I guess he had a tattoo of the word fiction down his chest. And he said that it was because when, whenever someone asked him about his life and his life leading up to the band and life surrounding the band mm-hmm. 
um, he said that they would have thought it was fiction. And I think that's kind of amazing to say that, you know, the story of you coming up is so unbelievable that people would consider it fiction. So I really wanted to to pay respects to him because I just liked him a lot as a person and as a musician. He could play anything you put in his hands. Like yeah. a lot of the weird instruments on their records are written and played from him, played by him. Um, so it's probably I never that, really but... listened to them, but I I know I've just I've heard the name. I used to work at Fye, the CD store, mm-hmm. so. I would always like put their CDs away, and I knew that they were a popular band, but I never really listened to them. I don't even know if they were that popular. See, I'll play songs that I like by them, and then other kids, I don't like the word normie, but <laughs> other like normie kids would be like, oh, I know that song, that's Bat Country, or that's almost easy. And I never even knew that people knew about them like that. Yeah. Later on in their career, though, they did do some stuff with Call of Duty, so they kind of gained some hype off that. Well, yeah, I mean, when I say that they were popular, I don't mean, like, you know, whatever. They were Ed Sheeran. Oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, like, they... In the top 40 Yeah, <laughs> every but, like, week. I'm sure when they were touring, they were able oh, yeah, to do definitely. large, at least theaters, you know? Oh, like, no, yeah, definitely crazy. Yeah. So... Crowds would be louder than them and stuff. It was cool. So I don't know exactly when I'm going to start the podcast from where because we we spoke for about like five six minutes before i think it started i don't know maybe i'll just play the whole shit i don't care i think we started this podcast like three times so far possibly so this is the beginning of the podcast no i'm just kidding welcome um so you said that you saw frank ocean and you cried yeah, that's an understatement. So why are you such a bitch? No, I'm just kidding. I've cried a bunch of times at shows. I was going to say, how many other times have you cried at shows? Because um, I was just talking about crying at shows. It's happened to me a few times. Well, Frank Ocean was very special because, I mean, he's just been with me since I was a wee lad, you know. Um, Which is crazy to me, by the way. How old are you? I'm 20. 20? Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. Because, yeah, when he came out, I was 21-ish, 22. I'm, 20, I'm about to be 29, February 4th. Okay. Better receive a gift. <laughs> I'll send you some. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started taking music seriously when I listened to Odd Future and mm-hmm. all of them. And, of course, Frank was part of that group. And um, me being the very... Uh, sensitive, idiosyncratic type. Uh, I just gravitated towards him and his genre. What about the internet? Um, yeah, see, a lot of that whole uh, group of people went their separate ways. And again, like I know the internet is great, but I just haven't uh, dove into them. Interesting. Sid, I, I'm a fan of Sid, though. I like yeah. her a lot. Whenever she works with Tyler, it's just like... Wow. This last Tyler album is probably the only one that I truly enjoyed. And I'm sure See, that's I enjoyed not all like... of them, but it's just like very different phases. Well, I honestly, I do think that the age that you hear things oh, definitely yeah. influences. Like, I just the, the other day, somebody mentioned something about the Saint Lunatics and Murphy Lee, which was Nelly's band. Nelly had a group. Do you know this? No. All right, this is amazing. This sounds so, <laughs> like some weird side of the internet type shit. No, it was really popular. So, so Nelly, 
You know Nelly, obviously. Of course I know Nelly. He yeah. had a, you know, he had a group called the Saint Lunatics. It was featured on his album Country Grammar. He had that song, Better Up. No? <laughs> so it, the group, the Saint Lunatics, out, their album literally came out the year you were born. I'm pretty sure. But no, I'm sorry. It came out like 2001-ish. Okay. But they had a dope-ass album that wasn't respected by anybody. But see, uh... I liked it because I was in like 7th or 8th grade. So... At that same time, like, D12 came out. If I was probably four years older than I was then, I probably wouldn't have liked D12. But you hear it in that moment, so it's like, like, right now, I do not like XXXTentacion or Takashi 69 Okay. I think Takashi 69 actually makes the worst music ever made. Okay. But... I'm sure there are kids right now who are hearing that and being like, this is incredible because it's different and it's speaking to them. Of course. And as much as I'm, you know, obviously publicly stating that I think it's the worst music ever made, (laughs) I'm not going to hate on it because it's like, I get it. I was listening to shit that people thought were horrible who were just a couple years older than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like... Me, I'm about to be 29, so how am I supposed to tell a 14-year-old, hey, this is what <laughs> yeah. you should be listening to? Yeah. I'm literally double your age. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is what, this then is that's what just like typical to. old head stuff, you know? Exactly. And that's why it's like, you got to listen to everything, and you'll end up hearing something. Like, I enjoy the latest Lil Uzi Vert album. Okay, yeah. I don't really enjoy Lil Yachty. See, I like him as a person. I'm more of I'm a Lil Yachty fan because of who he is, not because of necessarily what he makes. Which I think is what everybody is. I don't think anybody actually like, enjoys the music. How can you possibly be in the same room as Lil Yachty and be like, "Wow, that guy's a piece of shit." Like he exactly. Is, I think he's one of the most positive artists out there right now. But why? Why does he have a following? Because like with music, then. Because his music is lit and it's easy to listen to and know the lyrics to. And the I beats. don't like easy to listen to. Yes, yeah, sound I just sounded like Joe Budden. That was such a <laughs> I don't like easy. <laughs> like I just but I mean I do. I, I I listen to like I said you know what? Do you have a streaming service on your phone? Uh sure. Do you want to do something? I have to put it on shuffle though, because I'm too well, cheap. Well, no, to pay no, I'm not. Premium. I'm not saying play music, but do you have like a recently listened to, like, oh list list on your phone? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna trade recently listened to lists right now? Sure. All right. I hope it's okay. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty balanced. It's all right. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. All right, so we'll. Uh, all right, what what's the what name the first three songs or albums that you see right there? Oh, I have artists. I can give you albums though. No, How we can do artists. Um Majid Jordan, mm-hmm. Coldplay, mm-hmm. Telepop Music. Ooh. They're French. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got Eminem, Huncho Jack, Nipsey Hustle. I've haven't heard of Huncho Jack or what is it, Nipsey Hustle? Hunto Jack is uh, Travis Scott and Quavo. Hunto Jack. 
I'll write that down. Yeah, it's it's all right. Honestly, it's one of those albums where like you ever I can find my pen. You ever hear something and uh you're like like you ever listen to an album and you're just like, "Man, this is like the same four songs over and over again." Like if they just picked the best of these four songs oh, yeah. and made it just a four song, tr- yeah. Then uh Led Zeppelin Chris Stapleton, and then I Chris made Stapleton a... Chris Stapleton is so good. He's incredible. You don't even have to like country music. Just put him on. And oh, like, I don't oh, like I country it. music. But he's... I mean, his voice is just amazing. All right, next three. Next three? Next three. Next three. I've never done this before, by the Stay way. Stay tuned just, for more. I just thought... <laughs> Michael Jackson, Prince, Beach Fossils. All right, so that was probably like the same day. <laughs> you were just like, oh, I'm in a Michael Jackson Prince movie. Yeah, well, see, I I waste a lot of time on YouTube, and I watched a Beach Fossils interview, and I was like, wow, I just want to give him another shot right now. So I listened to that, and then I I'm think... I'm actually going to write down Beach Fossils. I, yeah, they're pretty good. And then I gravitated towards like Prince videos, because I like to watch him, because I just take mental notes on how he performs, because he's definitely, like, for me at least... One of the best performers ever. Yeah. Ever. So, then I was just, I was Jack and Prince. And Michael Jackson is just like a daily thing. Yeah. So, can I tell you times that I've cried at shows? Oh, yeah, please. I'd love to just talk about crying. Yeah. This is a crying podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'll just do a podcast all about crying. So, there's been three times. Okay. It, uh, that's a fucking lie. There's been way more than three times. But I'll just name three times. One. I saw Lupe Fiasco with Black Milk opening up for him as a surprise opener. Right. And Black Milk's one of my favorite producers. And um, they performed so well with a live band that, that both of them that I literally hallucinated. Like I was so happy, like in the music, I was like I was just so in sync that I oh, actually yeah, hallucinated, and I started crying. Two. When I saw Outcast, just the entire performance, <laughs> just just three seeing... thousand is so good at yeah. rapping. He's well, so good. And some honestly, Big Boy does not get the respect he deserves. He um. If you really like, you could take a college course on Outkast. They're the greatest group of all time. And the way they're able to flow and just their choice of production, it's. They're just the greatest. And when I saw them, I was with Natalia and I was with my friend Donovan, and I just. That. Want me to tell you that day? Go ahead. Janelle Monet. Damien Marley, wow. the best pulled pork sandwich you'll ever eat in your life, <laughs> and Outkast. All right. Plus a ton of debauchery with alcohol and See, illegal substances. I'm not an alcohol guy. No? No. I mean, I'm not a pulled pork we're guy cha- either. We're changing that. I got pulled pork and alcohol. I'm That's vegetarian, actually the but I'll try the alcohol. <laughs> See, I'm You're always vegetarian? down to try it. Yeah, I like, I guess, 70% vegan, but I mean vegetarian just because. What, what do you eat that's uh, meat or animal related? 
Um, well, I don't eat any meat, but animal-related stuff. Um, eggs? Yeah, I do eat eggs. I tried to make a French omelet. Really, it's nothing different than an American omelet. It's just less cooked and more butter. Um, and it wasn't so that obviously great. butter also. Yeah, I, butter. I think butter is the most animal product thing I consume. But that's pretty easy to sub out because yeah. I like olive oil because my mom cooks with it and my Word. girlfriend is Greek, so olive oil, like you know, you just drink that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, I mean, Earth Balance. So uh, yeah, milk free. Word. Vegetarian, that's uh, definitely... It's honestly pretty easy. Yeah. We've... I've spoke about, like, wanting to try it, mainly for discipline purposes, not because I feel bad. Like, I I need something to die in order for me to feel good. No, I'm just <laughs> um, I no. need to watch it suffer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I really... I do wish that there was uh, better sources of meat because the... The whole factory farming industry is horrendous. Yeah. But then you think about, like, how many people there are in the world, and it's just like, all right, we need to feed these people somehow. So it's like, even though McDonald's is horrible, right? you could eat a substantial amount of stuff for, like, five bucks. Right. So it's like, how could you actually hate on it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I mean, you can hate a, on it. Don't get me wrong. It's horrendous. Oh, no. But. I'm not going to hate on it or anything. But it goes deeper because the reason why things like McDonald's and, you know, fast food chains are so cheap, um, majority at least, I'm not going to sit here and tell you this is the only reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to my research, it's because the government subsidizes grains like corn and soybeans so that it's so cheap to produce yeah. and then that turns into feed for livestock and it you know it's able to feed more livestock but it makes it cheaper quality and all the antibiotics make the meat unhealthy but it's still being produced very cheaply and you know cost efficiently yeah and then that's shopped to places like McDonald's and that's why you can eat well and it's it's honestly amazing. Like back when I was in high school, we would go after wrestling tournaments. We would go to McDonald's with like ten bucks, order as much as we could, and we wouldn't even be able to finish it because we yeah. had that much food. And it's because subsidies just make meat cheaper you get like than 40 healthier chicken nuggets options. For five bucks. Yeah, I think Burger King you could get not you know not per nugget, but basically the price per nugget in the uh, deal it was was fifteen mm. cents. For yeah. like a chicken nugget, that's crazy. And like, a like piece I of said, food, like that's not how people should be eating. Oh no, not but at all. There's a lot of fucking people that need to eat something. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh so, yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna say you know like anyone who eats meat is damned. Like it's just sometimes at a social socioeconomic consequence you have to because, yeah. like you said, it's the cheaper option. So a family is not gonna sit here and entertain. You know, like spending the same amount of money at the supermarket for like a head of broccoli, some avocados, and whatever, when they could just get like a meal for the whole family. It's, exactly. It's very much a deep thing. Yeah. But yeah, if you can, and if you feel interested in it, there's plenty of options. Just gotta, it'll widen your palate. So if anything, yeah. if you go well, back I mean, to eating I meat, eat you'll also know vegetables, vegetables that you like. Yeah, it's great. I, yeah, there's it's, so many, and I 
I feel like I eat so many, but really I don't eat that much. I There's eat, not that much variety. I eat a lot of vegetables. What's your favorite? Like top five. Top five vegetables. Number one, Brussels sprouts. Oh, I was going to say broccoli. Okay, go on. Brussels sprouts, asparagus, broccoli, red, orange, yellow peppers, fuck mm. green peppers. And number five. Maybe I'll just go with a sweet potato just to throw in something different. Right. Sweet potato lands in there. I mean, it's a starch, but yeah. it's a vegetable. Well, technically peppers vegetable. are fruits because they hold their seeds. But I'm going to let that rock because peppers are basically vegetables. Pe- peppers are fucking vegetables. It's like, so are tomatoes. See, <laughs> Fuck <yeah>. you. <laughs> because it's the thing where it's like seals, sea lions. Like It's really just like one big it's like you know they're the same thing who had, i think louis ck had a joke about that it's like if probably came out i used to love that guy if like if all if a scientist just came out and said it's the it's seals sea lions uh, they're all just walruses now we would all just be like all right i guess they're just walruses yeah so you said <laughs> that's you, so funny you said you used to like louis ck yeah you don't like him anymore well i guess it's just that I mean, he still makes me laugh, but just knowing all those things that he did, it's just like, ugh. He's the, he's the only one where I'm just like, like, he, I don't think he could be put in the rapist column. He, he like, makes he so did, many jokes about it. He did some horrible it. shit. Yeah. But I think that he's the only one that's going to be able to, like, bounce back. I don't know. If he had a show coming up. You wouldn't be interested in hearing what he has to say, like, a year from oh. now? Oh. You know what I'm See, saying? Like, uh, all right, let's just say It's more out of, like, what the hell could he possibly say? And that that's my approach with, like, uh, like you know, when Jaden Smith released Sire? Mm-hmm. I was like, what could he possibly make that's, like, good? And then I listened to it, and I was like, It's a great Whoa. fucking album. I, I turned it on. I closed my eyes. And I was like, all right, let's see what you got, Jaden Smith. <laughs> and then... B-L-U-E, straight up hits, every single part, blue. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that really set the tone. Like, 100%. Honestly, I, I have a lot of respect Icon for Jaden Smith. I Living before the album dropped. I watched the teaser, and I was like, hmm, okay. It is a dope-ass album. It's really good. And I knew, as soon as I listened to it, I was like, this is going to be so slept on because it's Jaden Smith. And, you know, he's a kid that, like, all he's known is like fame and money so of course like you know he's not gonna grow up like an average teenager would and i don't blame him for that yeah it's why when he's weird people are like oh man he's so weird like yeah if you grew up with will smith as your dad you'd be fucking weird yeah you'd either be like that or you'd be on drugs and there's basically no other and you'd be a dick there's no other alternative see i'd rather I'd rather Jaden Smith be weird than destructive. A hundred percent. And I appreciate that he's not just, you know, mooching off like, hey, did you know my dad is Will Smith? I'm Jaden Smith. I'm Will Smith's son. He's actually doing something like, you know, Misfits, clothing, the music. Pretty sure they do art, too. He totally speaks to the the millennial generation. Like, where... Well, you have to think of his relatives, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she's a key factor in raising her kids. A hundred percent. 
an expression. I think she was in a rock band. Really? I didn't, I didn't know, know that. Okay. She has her own way of expressing herself, and I think that that shows Jaden Smith and his sister. And Willow is amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's so amazing. She has her own way to express themselves, and I mm-hmm. think it's really cool. It is. Do you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a younger brother. That's cool. Yeah, he likes this music. He likes to dance. <laughs> dance music? Or, or he, he likes dances. to dance. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My neighbor's a break dancer. Really? Yeah, I'm super jealous of him. I might, <laughs> I might be sl- somewhat obsessed with him. I'm like constantly looking at his Instagram. Like anybody who's able to like hold up their body by just their like hands and wrists. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when they're not like doing a handstand, they're like holding their body up like in push up position. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know with just mean. their hands, I'm always just like, how the fuck are you able to do? He did that with one hand. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. I have a weird obsession with my neighbor. <laughs> I think in yoga, when you do it with two hands, it's called crane. And but your bot—he's flat. See, crane. I I'm pretty sure you're yeah, like crane, like you're what like he's doing. Kinda. I'm about I'm about to show you, but like we'll continue talking. But See, yeah, break I, this dancers, is actually I, you I gotta watch you out for breakdancers because um, they break physics sometimes. It's fucking weird, they'll man. Just, they'll do that backflip thing where like they land on their neck, but they're not actually landing on their neck, and you're like, oh my god, what did he just do? Um, but yeah, he um, oh, here, <laughs> this is so weird that I'm showing you this in the middle of the podcast, but like, look what he's able to do, and that's in the room right over there. That's impressive, right? Dude, oh my god. And I just and I just picked the first video that I saw. You know what I'm saying? Like you A underscore legendary underscore god. He's also like I'm pretty sure he's like a cryptocurrency genius. <laughs> like I'm, it's like the strangest fucking he guy. He pays I've ever for his met. skills with Bitcoin. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> weird. Like I I'm almost convinced that he doesn't actually exist and he's part of my imagination and he's just like what I wish he's a I could do. Yeah, because, like, every time I leave my apartment, he's also leaving his apartment. And, like, when he's coming back, he's coming back also. Like, and we've said, like, God, this is really weird that we always see each other. Have you ever spoken to him? Yeah, she's. Oh, okay. All right. So I was going to say, if you're the only person that's ever interacted, you got something to, you got to think. I'm also, I'm also somewhat convinced that, um, um. I've actually been like crazy my entire life, and the people around me are actually my nurses. And okay. like, like me and my best friend are just like, like, like that's just like my big, my big brother nurse, and now this is like my, my stay-in nurse. Okay, you know what I'm that's saying? like the thing where it's like, what if you're in a coma, and every time you think you hear someone saying your name, that's just someone at your bedside being like, Yo, wake up, man. Could you imagine being in a coma? No, you can't. No, I, I guess I, <laughs> yeah. like, I physically can't. But, all right. I guess it would be like Get Out, like when he's in that deep, like galaxy, but not galaxy place. I, I think just that's saw what that movie for like. the first time recently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, just in general, I really like movies where the main character goes into some type of world where they're like, there's like, yeah, I just, I love that a lot. Inception. So, yeah. Inception, the matrix, all yeah. three of them. Um, 
too. Yeah. Yeah. Get Out was... I didn't get it at first, but I was like half watching it, half eating. You know what's actually messed up? We caught... We were at her family's house, and we caught the end like the last 20 minutes of it oh you must and then we restarted it and then watched it up to the point that we watched like when we so we watched like the first whatever if it's two hours we watched the last 20 minutes then the first hour and 40 minutes so like i saw the whole thing but just in a weird disjointed yeah um I don't know if I trust white people anymore. <laughs> you look uh, in the mirror. Like, spoiler alert for people who've never seen my... I, I'm I'm big time white. Um, but I thought it was a really good movie. I think the scariest part was when the man ran at him at a 90 degree angle. 100%. I was like, that's never happening before. Or like when he took the picture and he's like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. It's... It was a creepy fucking movie. Yeah. You know, it's actually messed up. I had a cup of tea that I was drinking right before you got here. Imagine if I imagine you came in here and I was just stirring a cup of tea no. while you'd be like, ah, oh, nah, man, I can't, I can't do this podcast now. <laughs> I, I was literally, th- this coaster right here, this empty coaster, had a cup of tea on it before no. you got in here. Wow. Would have been a bad way to start. <laughs> but Thanks. Have a seat, Jordan. You've been expecting me. It's great. <laughs> But, um, so, what was the music in your household like? Um, see, that's, that's hard. Uh, a lot of Nelly, um, Usher, Ludacris, uh, Michael Jackson. My mom loved and loves Michael Jackson. Word. Um. What'd you, so, besides Michael Jackson, what else did your parents play? Mary J. Blige, uh, a little bit of Aaliyah. Word. Yeah, honestly, we listen to the radio a lot. Yeah, definitely. I was like an R and B kid. That's been in my blood for ever since I was born. And then, when did you pick up the guitar? I got it for my tenth birthday, and I didn't touch it for like two years. And then the first time I took it out of the bag, I broke like two of the strings trying to tune it, trying to tune it, and I was so bummed about that, but then I got new strings and I was set. And I, I guess when I was like really getting into it, I was fourteen-ish, um, and I don't know. I just listened. I was very into rock music. I, I really don't even know how that came about. I just maybe so Guitar Hero. R&B. It could have been Guitar Hero. That makes sense. Got me into rock music, and then from there I was listening to like because now twelve Metallica that, you were and Aerosmith. Twelve in two thousand ten. Was I really? Yeah, because yeah. you're 20 now. Yeah. Wow. I turned 21 in 2010. I'm an old fuck. That's a... Uh, and she... <laughs> yeah, See, I feel that way. You feel that way? Yeah. Well, because... I guess you always feel that way because you're always the... Like, right now, you're the oldest you've ever been. And, yes. and right now, you just beat that record. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you you always feel old because then it's like I I was actually just talking about this when you see high school kids now <laughs> do they look like peers or do they look younger No they look younger cuz to me they look 5 Yeah <laughs> like well, when I see a high school well, kid they look like they're 7 years old Honestly college freshmen like I could just 
I feel like I could just smell them from a mile away. 100%. And they just look 12 sometimes. But yeah. then also, they're a freshman where I'm like, damn, you're a freshman? What? <laughs> and it's either because, like, I don't know, they just, the way they look, they look like an upperclassman or the way they carry themselves. Yeah. Or, honestly, it could just be, since I'm a music student, it could just be their skill level. Like, there's this one kid, uh, Matt, I don't know his last name, but shout out Matt, the piano player. Um he was playing at one of my shows, just noodling on the on the piano. And I was like, what are you, a transfer? He's like, no, I'm a freshman. This is my first semester here. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, what? what are you doing here? You should be at a conservatory. <laughs> kid is so good. He rips. Yeah. But Some people you know. just get it. Yeah. And then they were able to have that focus and practice. Like, yeah. So 12 years old is when you started picking up the guitar, and that's when you started to like get yeah, into music? Yeah, 12-ish. And then I... I wasn't really like playing it every day, every day until I was about thirteen or fourteen. Word. I was just noodling when I was twelve. I like the term noodling. I was gonna <laughs> mention it before when you said it, and I was like, "Ah, let me not mention it." But now that it was brought up a second time, yeah, noodling. Noodle. I. That's like one of my favorite words when it comes to music. And that's anything. just when did you start writing? Um, a long time ago. I, I guess just naturally as I started to play guitar more, and I. Not that I moved away from learning songs that I already liked, because that's just how I taught myself everything I know. I would just listen to something, and I'd try to emulate it. Mm-hmm. But there was a time where I just started to write, you know, not like the road split. I just integrated that in my practice. So right. I've been writing lyrics for, I don't know, maybe since I was like 15. But... I'm sure you they weren't like, good. <laughs> you seem like the kind of person who you've just like always been like how you are now. Could be. I like I picture like if I was talking to you when you were five, like <laughs> you would just be sitting here just saying like eh, generally the same stuff. You're just like, yeah, you know, just noodling. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was definitely the calmer kid. I was the type of kid where, you know, if you left me with pen and paper <laughs> like now and you said I'll be right back. You could come back like days later and I'd still probably just be writing down, you know, doodling and noodling on my piece of paper. And you respect music quality, yeah, like the sound quality. Yeah, of course. Being an audio engineer, you just have to learn how to respect that. What uh so you're going where are you going to school? SUNY New Paltz. Where's that at? Upstate? Upstate, uh, about two hours away from Binghamton. I'm not sure how far away it is from Albany, but it's like, I think the same amount of time, like two hours. Poughkeepsie, I think they do a lot of shows there. It's like pretty town much over far from as Poughkeepsie. Fuck. Yeah, it's it's like a two hour ride from where yeah. I'm where I'm from. And you're doing yeah. I went to uh, I went to Nassau for audio engineering, and then I was gonna go to City College for uh, music, but um, I found out there that they were. Oh, I found out when it was a little too late that they were more interested in um, people who play classical instruments and integrating them into studio technology hmm. as opposed to me who was more on the like drum machine tip trying to get hmm. more in depth and get a bachelor's into um, you know like studio recording and stuff like right. that but um super cool it's it's really a time where you have to not take for granted that you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are 
at least hungry enough to sign up for classes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're... And that's why, like, the earwax session was so cool when I would go there and there were so many artists there who just wanted to talk. Yeah. Um, I appreciate their enthusiasm. Because even if... You know, like... I like that they give you those 10 free uh, admissions to to the earwax when you go there for the first time. They give you that card that you could stamp in for 10 more shows. And, you know, out of the, I think I've gone to eight so far, the amount of people that stood out to me, like, wow, they genuinely make something that, like, blew me away tonight. Like, I really did not expect that. That's not that high, but... At the same time, the amount of people that I just had really fantastic conversation with, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, you know, this guy inspires me to do better, or this girl inspires me to do better, because I see how hungry they are, and they see, like, it's just the connection that you form there. Like, even if you don't like the music that you're hearing, I guarantee that every night that you go to Earwax, you're going to meet at least three people that you really genuinely like. It's... It's an open mic type situation, so you're going to hear a lot of people who are not that great sometimes. But in my experience, there's always one person that I hear where I'm like, let me find out his name yeah. or her name. Yeah, me too. Um, That's always, at, at the very least, there's one. I've never sat there the entire night and said, wow, these are this is just off full load of duds you know what i'm saying yeah. like no there's, that, not, there's not at least to, like one gem at dud music who's a talented saxophone that's player. one of the guys yeah. i saw him and i was like he's playing sax he's chopping it up on the keyboard right now and he's got like the drum machine going the loop pedal i gotta know this guy's name yeah he's very talented i'm gonna have him on the podcast he does soon. so much honestly yeah please reach yeah. out to him but i can vouch for you i'll i'll text him and i'll be like <laughs> Mike G, you gotta get on his podcast. Great guy. Absolutely. Um, he was on my. I had a college radio show at uh, SUNY Old Westbury, okay. and he was on there. Um, that was probably over two years ago now. But it, it's time to get him on the podcast now. But um, what? What's your dream? My dream. My dream is to be able to make art the way it should be, limitless. I like that. But that's very vague, so let me let me zoom in a little yeah. bit for you. Like what's your dream of life? <laughs> like if you if I just shot you into the future and you're let's just say 65 because that's like the official senior citizen. Okay. And you look back and you're like, "Wow, I really lived my dream life." And it could be fairly general, like you don't have to be like Lamborghini parked <laughs> on this block in this town. You know what I'm saying? But like what's what is the dream that you have? Well, I have a list of things that are very um very big motivators for me. Uh I really want to buy my mother a Cadillac Escalade because ever since I was like ever since I even knew what cars were she's always been like that is the car that I want whenever we saw one driving so I really want to do that that'll be like a dream come true once I once I'm able to do that I like that um also I mean I don't really want a big house just because that's a lot to clean so I think a nice medium-sized house like the the size of the house on Drake and Josh is a good size house that is a good size house you know um 
dream life. Uh, really what do you do every to... morning in your dream life? What do I do every morning? What time do you wake, wake up? up? I have. Uh, I wake up as early as possible, like six or seven. Okay. Uh, have tea, good breakfast, something wholesome like oatmeal with uh, maybe like an apple chopped in there. You know, All something right. simple just to get me going. Go downstairs to the studio, start writing away. Or if I have some writer's block, go into the backyard. Um, maybe just get some yoga, tai chi in, or maybe play video games. I don't know. But uh, gotta have pets too. Yeah. Just good companions. Dogs or cats. Yeah. No, I was asking dogs or cats. Oh, um, well, both. Both. As of now, I have um, I have a dog. Nice. He's cute, German Shepherd. Um, What's his yeah, name? Cato is his name. As in Cato from the what is that comic? With uh, it was the movie Seth Rogen was in the Green Hornet. Cato oh. was the Green Hornet. DMX also had a song about his friend who died named Cato. Really? It was called Ayo Cato. I'm not that familiar with DMX. Just that song. It's like y'all gonna make me lose my mind. You need to. I have a homework assignment for you. Okay. I'll write it down. DMX. Just write that down. Mm-hmm. Started his first album. Go to like the Great Depression. That's where you'll start to be like, yeah, this is starting to get bad. Then you'll be like, yeah, it is. So, but go his first album to the Great Depression, especially it is dark and hell is hot. Okay. I've actually been. Somebody, uh, B Dot from Rap Radar, has been talking about how 1998 was the greatest year in hip hop history, and it really might be. Um, Why do you say that? Well, first of all, Outkast releases probably their best album. Is it AT Aliens? No, oh. it's Equemini. Oh, in '98, um, DMX releases. It's just like the time where Jay Z is '90s Jay Z still. DMX and Rough Riders are like about to take over. Mm. Ja Rule is making good music. <laughs> <laughs> Master P and like Three Six Mafia are coming out, and they're making dope music. Like it's where yeah. you're starting to realize that, like, oh shit, the South is actually making music right now, and it's so. Serious. I guess where hip hop started to. Expand. It really felt like it was going to stick. Yeah. Because I, I remember learning about um, how when it first came about, all critics were like, oh, it's just a fad. It's going to yeah. blow through. And it just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and and bigger. <laughs> like, think about, there's probably shit right now that people just aren't packaging. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can make art. There, there's certain art that's never gonna end up in a museum. Oh yeah, because there's so, and it's like that's the that's what so makes they, it so special when it does end up in the museum. You know, yeah, when you do chart because you know how many people don't chart, and that's why like you see the whole um, progression of it was a DJ and it um you know break dancing and graffiti and yeah. and the MC. And it's like the MC was sort of like the the afterthought. It was just like, yeah, and this guy gets the crowd hype. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually fucking crazy. I, I watched the uh, the hip-hop documentary. I forget what the... Uh, 
I forget what it was called. There's a it lot. It was on Netflix. There's a lot now. It was like a four four part um series. And uh Natalia, can you turn on that light? It's starting to get like dark as shit in this <laughs> like I just just I realized we're up. sitting in like a dark ass room right now. Um but yeah, like it's crazy. They had um DJ Red Alert who I've like ran the boards for at the radio station and he's like oh, the wow, third shit. person that they mention in this like in hip hop. It's like this person, this person, and DJ Red Alert. And it's just like but think about how easily that could have just been in the Bronx and that's it. Yeah. Where it's just group of teenagers to twenty year olds were just ruining turntables and records in illegal like abandoned buildings and dancing in this weird way that could have easily died out before the 80s even started yeah but that's why you have to have business because like think about like people say like oh fuck the record industry but it's just like think about how important it is that somebody was like yo more than just these people need to hear this. This is really special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it changes the world. Where it's like, yeah, the artist changes the world, but the industry itself makes it so well, that the world could change. Right, of course. Well, it's like the thing where the artist is the bullet, but the the industry and the label for them, that could be the gun that propels the bullet. Because, yeah. I mean, without a gun, a bullet is only as effective as how far you can throw it, how hard you can throw it. Yeah. But the the gun is what makes the bullet have the impact, you know what I mean? So in Absolutely. many cases, it's and it doesn't have to be a record label per se. It's just a team. One thing that I'm I'm slowly learning now or just started to really like click in my head is, you know, the internet is... It's a tool, but you can't expect to do it by yourself. You mm-hmm. need a, a, some type of team. The only reason why an independent act would be as big as they are for me to know about them. Meanwhile, they came from like some state that I've never even visited before. Yeah, is because they have a team who runs their management, merchandise, distribution, uh, copywriting. Even it's if you all... just had a team of people that you could bounce ideas off of. Yeah, I, again, like, I started solo work just because people in high school didn't want to be in a band either because they just weren't passionate enough about it. Or Dude, if there's like, one bit of advice I could give you, don't be in a band. Yeah, just... I, I actually was. I drummed for my roommate's band. Um, if you want it to be, like, a thing where it's like... If you want to be in a band, have it be you're the like conductor of it where it's Jordan Fiction and you have a band that you could like you don't have to depend on them. Right. Well, that's the dream. Like um how the weekend, he's the weekend, but when he performs, he's got his band and yeah. you know, he's got Does he do his own production? Um no. No, I don't. I mean, he's definitely very involved with it, but um, he definitely has a team. Like I think EXO has their own house producers. They must. Does Forty do his but work he, also or no? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, he might have featured on something. If only we had. I'm pretty sure Weekend can play. The Weekend can play the piano, and you know, he definitely has some arrangement skills. 
So it's not really like, you know, he just like buys beats from people. Yeah. He, um, at least what I know, he definitely is pretty hands-on with his production. I love to, like, whenever I'm just curious about something, it's just like, oh, man, if it was only a device that told me all the answers to everything in the world. Um, Thank you, Apple. So he does, he executive produces his album. Okay. He worked with, he worked with Ali Shaheed Muhammad from NJ1 and Diplo on his last album and Metro Boomin. Oh, well, yeah, Metro Boomin did. He had a pretty good amount of producers working on Starboy. Honestly, that might be his hottest album. See, I think sonically that's his best album, but in terms of thematically, um, like arrangement-wise, lyrically, he has some albums that are better. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's just when I opinion. when I say his best album, I'm not I'm not counting any of like the original three, like the the trilogy albums. Trilogy, Kissland, uh, Beauty so and the Madness. So trilogy that the first one with the uh, you want to get high for this. You wanna be yeah high for what, this. What's I forget what album that is. That's House of Balloons. No, it's before House of Balloons. Wait. You no, House right. of, it, the order of trilogy is House of Balloons, uh, Thursday, and then Echoes, Echoes of Silence. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for doubting you, bro. No, that's all right, man. <laughs> but um, explain to me, because we're, we're going to wrap it up soon. Usually the podcast sure. is around an hour. But just exp- when I... When I heard the song, I asked you who did the production. You said you played the guitar, and you said somebody else did the beat for right. uh, Ultima Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you crazy fuck! Just no, no vowels. You said fuck these vowels. Yeah, well, Ultima, the A in Ultima has the the vowel. But you kind of need that, that A. <laughs> yeah, it would just be Ultima Clubus <laughs> if I didn't have that, but. So yeah, who, I don't know who why did the I did beat? That. Uh, Rare Bear. He's actually based in Albany. Word. You yeah. met him through school? No, I met him through YouTube. I just, oh, word. Yeah. Back in the day when I when I didn't have the means um, to make my own beats, I would just look up beats on the internet and I would write to them, record to them. Yeah. And I found that beat and it was just the type of beat where like you just sit back with like a look on your face and you're just like, oh my. God. Yeah. I just, I knew I had to use it. And I saved it in a playlist. Um, And I just, I didn't know what I wanted to use it for. But for like a solid year, I just kept on coming back to it. Like, what am I going to do with this? This is definitely something really great. And I just started writing to it. It might have been the type of thing where like I just started writing the poem. And then I brought it to that song and I knew it was perfect. And then I finished it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I really I'm so thankful that he made that beat and that yeah. I was able to use it. That's what's up, man. So beautiful. What uh, what are your plans for the near future? Release as much content as I can because I know at my school I have a lot of resources and very very talented people mm-hmm. around me. So it'd be irresponsible of me not to use everything that I have at my fingertips. Because I know that once I'm done at New Paltz, it's not going to be as easy to be, uh, you know, like, 
using microphones that cost a mortgage payment and spending seven hours in front of a computer that, you know, has three different DAWs on it with like yeah. all waves plugins, you know what I mean? So right now my job is just to create really fantastic content. And then this summer I'm going to be getting around, um, playing shows, dope, meeting people. And yeah. you're planning on uh, just releasing singles or are you going to put together an album? Um, more so a playlist. In my head, uh, right now, a lot of the songs that I'm making either feel like daytime or nighttime. Um, so How does uh, Lavender... Um, shit, what's the other part of the title? Some Lavender. Lavender and Jasmine. Lavender and Jasmine. I was like, I know it's another herb or whatever <laughs> um <laughs> yeah was that does that feel like nighttime or daytime to you what does it feel like for you i don't remember i listened to it earlier i just remember just like i listened to your whole soundcloud recently I appreciate uh, well that. The, the other day and then today i just like ran through it again while i was cleaning the apartment and oh, you cleaned up for company Thank oh you. of course come on you know i gotta can't be an animal <laughs> but, uh, savages yeah i can't have like i think there was like a pair of pants draped over that couch <laughs> before you got here um but that was the song where i was like you know because in my mind when i listened to it last time ultimate clubhouse was the one that like just stuck with me the most so it, it, i just i tend to like have a song stick with me rather than like oh i like this song this song this song this song and this song it's like one will be the one where it's like i liked i didn't dislike any of the songs but this is the one i really liked it's great and today while i was listening to it lavender jasmine was the one that uh definitely stuck and i guess i should know if it makes me feel but then again i didn't think about whether it made me feel like daytime or nighttime well actually to go back to ultimate clubhouse real quick okay i would like to let you know that i am filming a music video for it i i filmed the first part already and it was honestly way better than I expected. Yeah. One of my friends has all types of gear. Like, I don't even know how he manages to collect all this stuff. Just, like, years and years of of patience, saving his money, and then using it to buy whatever lens, whatever camera he needs. But yeah. he's, uh, he's a great kid. He's very passionate and creative. And we... <laughs> I emptied out my bedroom, and we made it work, and... It looks fantastic so far, and I'm film. I'm finishing the filming part of it on Wednesday night. Awesome. And um, yeah, I won't say the release date that I want, but it'd be great. It'd be awesome to have it out by the day that I'm thinking near future, near very future. near future. Yeah. Word. Well, near yeah. enough for me to mention it and for it to actually matter. Not like <laughs> coming soon in this cloud of soon. Yeah. It's it's coming. It's coming up. But I definitely look forward to it. Thank you. Lavender and Jasmine, though. Um, well, acoustic guitars are just something that I associate with the sun. And so I guess I'd say that Lavender and Jasmine is a is a daytime song for me, but more so like sunset. I associate it with the fall. That's good, because that's my favorite season, actually. Me too. Yeah, it really... I mean, like I was saying before, Spring everything is, is subjective, good, but 
fall is definitely the best, like, hands down. But, like, when spring, that moment you realize it's spring, because it feels still cold. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of don't But knowing shake the that life out. is right underneath you. You're yeah. Like, oh, and then there's just, like, there's one day towards, like, the end of April, early May, where you just go, wait a minute. What, what's this I feel? Can I actually <laughs> take the jacket off right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, that moment, you're just like, ah. Oh, the pokes of green are beautiful. See, I don't. I think spring is my least favorite season. <laughs> but it's your only. Um, it's like spring, May fourth. What? She's yeah. May thirteenth. Wow, my cousin is May fourteenth. What? That's my uncle's yeah. birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We're that all sounded related. like I was lying. <laughs> I just don't like spring because everyone has allergies and nobody can breathe. Yeah, yeah you just gotta and it's man just up. Like, ugh. People have allergies. Just yeah. they're being pussies. Guy <laughs> just man up. Nah. But um but yeah, man. Tell tell the world where they could find you and where they could find your music. At Jordan Fiction on everything. J O R D A N. You'd be surprised how many Starbucks visits they just can't figure it out. J O R D A N F I C T I O N. Fiction. Like the genre. I fuck with you, bro. Thank you. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, I don't know. The internet is a vast sea. Just and on everything. Yeah. LinkedIn. No LinkedIn. Google Plus? Yeah. You have a Google Plus? Yeah, I do. You sick fuck. Why would you have a Google Plus? <laughs> Nobody. Because I think that you have to have one in order to have like the whole Google Suite. You have a Google Suite? What's a Google Suite? Like the whole like the Adobe Suite where you have like all the Adobe apps, you know, Google oh. Docs, Sheets. Oh, I just call that Google Drive. Well, Google is Drive like one is part one of part of the suite. Altogether, oh. it's like Google. I mean, I don't know if it's called the Google Suite. I just call it that. It's all the Matrix. The Adobe Suite. Yeah, we're plugged in right now. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're all plugged in. They're listening to us right now. Could be. Uh, they're definitely harvesting us. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But problem is they're filling us with cheap poison, so <laughs> they're not going to get anything Cheap good. poison and lies. Fiction. And and some good music, yeah, and fiction. <laughs> but I'm the good kind. Yeah. But yo, I appreciate you. I appreciate you I appreciate trusting you. coming to my apartment. I'm glad you weren't raped and murdered and kidnapped and It feels good. <laughs> it definitely it def this feels a lot better than being raped and murdered, right? You could assume. I, I mean you've yeah. never been murdered. Who knows? I've never been murdered, but I think this is better than being murdered. I would definitely assume. Yeah, I'll put I'll put that as a quote. Phone calls with Mike G. Better than being murdered. Guarantee that. Guaranteed. <laughs> but I appreciate you, bro. Obviously, you're now a friend of the podcast. So when you Thank drop you. that video, and anytime you have any music, anytime you come back, you know you're going back to school. What in a couple weeks? Uh, next week. Word. So then you'll be back around your birthday. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a yeah. birthday party podcast for you and Natalia. Hey. <laughs> wow, that'd be really fantastic. We'll do that. You can come back, bro. All right. All right. I'd love to. I'm shaking your hand through the microphone right oh, now. Oh, we got it. Yeah. All right. Peace, world. Bye-bye.